Welcome. Welcome one and all. It's our 50th, our 50th volume, guys. So That's I don't hooray. know. I don't know. Do we want, maybe, maybe it's time to switch it up. Maybe it's time to switch out the, the tag, the welcome to church jams now. Maybe we say something different. What would Any we suggestions? say? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, You're just gonna throw this at me right podcast now. Podcast top where <laughs> we I just to... hey, it just was thrown into my brain. So we're gonna cut all this. It's fine. Welcome to Church Jams Now, the podcast where three former youth group kids and current music nerds deep dive into Christian music from the '90s and 2000s. Fifty something episodes in, I think I finally got it. <laughs> there you go. You did. Uh, thank. I am, of course, am your co-host Kylan Savage, and with me, as always, is Mr. T.J. Smith. And now, adding to that, we're diving into a show about vegetables. That's true. But we also have to talk about beautiful producer Josh Olson. Oh, hey guys, what's up? Who's your favorite vegetable, Josh? Who or what? I'd take it as you like, man. Okay. Answer it however you want. Wow, we're getting right into it, huh? Yeah, we are. We are. <laughs> I just I'm I'm partial to artichokes these days. So I'm a big artichoke fan. Yeah, I like them on pizza. Yeah. So this is our vegetables episode. That's right. Yeah. Exactly. Healthy eating awareness. Yeah. <laughs> we realized we all had a passion for it that that really overshadowed our passion for music. So we're just switching gears. We're pivoting on episodes. the spot. Yep, that's very true. You know what I've been digging lately? I've been doing I've been doing a lot more stuff with onions. Is that right? Uh, yeah, I was never really a big onion fan. Juggling. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've been doing a lot of <laughs> yeah, stuff with not onions. food related. Not, not, not food related. Yeah. Doesn't usually work out. I've been sticking them in my socks or whatever. You know, don't people talk about that? Like or is it potatoes? You stick in your socks and it sucks every all the stuff I've out. I've never heard of any of this. You've never? <laughs> I feel like this is like, you think it's like an old wives, wives' tale, but it's actually just like a Kylan-specific Ah, uh, Is this another like Scarlet thing. Pimpernel? Is this yes. like something that I thought was just common knowledge? <laughs> or you're having your dance card full? Yep. Uh, no, no, no. I swear. I think like, well, I think teens are discovering this because it's like, I've seen it on TikTok. Okay. Yeah, it is an old wives' tale because... Like people think that if you're if you're sick, if you stick potatoes in your socks against the bottoms of your feet, it'll suck out all the stuff. But that's because uh, like it does suck out like dirt and stuff, and so they turn black. Mm. Yeah, this has been Veggie Jams now. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. Thanks We're cutting all this. We're at fifty episodes. Medieval, Let's just scrap this. We're done. Onion facts now. <laughs> I can't. I can't. We're, this has already gone off the rails. Uh, we're, yeah. That's part of the course, man. I, I don't this, know. This I, is perfect for our 50th. I just wanted to say, you know, we cover a lot of music on here of CCM and of the Christian indie and metal and hardcore scene of the 90s and 2000s. And there's some other people doing that out there, but no one is doing an in-depth critical analysis on the Larry Boy soundtrack. And I have something to say. We are that podcast. We're doing it. <laughs> we're doing are. it. Yes, of course. We're talking about Larry Boy. And so how seriously did you guys take your notes? So serious. Me too. So I'm wondering who this podcast is for beyond the three <laughs> of us. 
I think it's Only a time very small. Do you want to explain? Well, this I feel like you have to introduce this because this was your idea for this, our 50th I volume. Know, this I know. This is all Kylan's idea. I yeah. think this was my first wish list record. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, so like, you know, a little a little peek behind the pop filter. Uh, you know, Josh schedules out most of our episodes and he puts a lot of thought and time into it to the point where we're like scheduled out pretty much the rest of the year. And he asked me a long time ago when he was making the schedule, he was like, what should we do for our 50th? And I was like, oh, let's do Larry boy. That'll be really funny. (laughs) And then he was like, okay. (laughs) And as time has gone on, as we've gotten closer and closer, I've started to realize like, Oh shit, we're actually doing Larry Boy. I don't know how this is gonna go. Plungers well, and all, boy. And then I was even like, which Larry Boy soundtrack version are we doing? Because <laughs> if you look on Spotify or if you look on streaming today, there is a Larry Boy soundtrack out there mm-hmm. that was released in like two thousand in the two thousands or whatever. But mm-hmm. that is not the original Larry Boy soundtrack. And yeah. so I was like, I had to seriously ask Kylan which Larry Boy soundtrack would you like to do? Because if you want to do the original one, I'm going to have to freaking buy it off eBay so that we can have the music. And I did. Which you did, which is incredible. I have yeah. it right here. So impressive. You can hear me. Oh, yeah. The pages. I've got it. All right. The iconic if people, purple. If people at home are playing, this is the episode. If you just want to get blackout this is the episode to play the cjn drinking game because i think we're gonna hit on everything you have josh rustling his papers looking through liner notes get my cd uh, on yeah <laughs> there's josh's my foley AS, work my uh, classic ASMR. bpj foley work it's true yeah so i had this on cassette tape no way i unfortunately yeah. do not have it on cassette tape I need to get it. I need to I need to look on eBay as well and get this on cassette tape. So do we want to do I actually do have research. research. Yes. <laughs> that's as what silly yes. as this is. Let's I, go. I do have research prepared if you want right, to yeah. go into that. You want to do and the research be, and then we'll Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can do that. Some of it is general VeggieTales trivia. Cool. As well. So VeggieTales, because I normally start with the artist and the album, but we're just going to talk for the artist is VeggieTales, is that VeggieTales was created, or created earlier, but their first release was December 21st of 1993. That's crazy. They released the video, Where's God When I'm Scared. Wait, what, wait, what, what, what was the date? It was 93, but what? December 21st. December 21st. So that was... Um, let me see. That was six months after the release of Jurassic Park, which is often considered like the pinnacle of early 90s CGI. Yeah. So they did that. And then Phil Vischer was like, I have a vision for VeggieTales. I'm going to take what Spielberg did with dinosaurs and turn it into vegetables. And it worked. And it worked. Yeah. (laughs) I read it was founded. VeggieTales was founded by Phil Vischer and Mike Naraki. Uh, I read that I think they opted for doing vegetables because that way you didn't have to animate arms and legs and stuff. That's it, was what just I was a, it was an yeah, easy out. So lazy. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It, well, it's I, don't think it's, I don't think it's lazy. I think it's a... It's a I, that's a compliment, limit. by the way. It's I'm a, complimenting yeah. them by calling it lazy. 
It's genius. <laughs> yeah, I think it's it's similar to uh, Toy Story being like toys because it's a limitation of the technology at the time. Right. Because oh, yeah. with toys, like they didn't have to worry about like materials and stuff, and like so mm-hmm. the skin could look fake and plasticky because that was kind of the and point. that was fine. Yeah. And so leaning, and oh, and it was so, like yeah. there was no uncanny valley. Like all of it was. <laughs> Right, yeah, yeah. Was exactly. as it was on purpose. That's crazy. I also didn't think, yeah, this is two years before Toy Story. Wow. That is crazy. Mm-hmm. That is very crazy. Edgy stuff, man. It was. Veggie stuff, man. <laughs> <laughs> Edgy and veggie. Coming Church hot. now. Coming in hot. <laughs> That's good. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, I already mentioned Phil Vischer and Mike Naraki. Phil Vischer, who's the voice of Bob the Tomato and many, many others. And Mike Naraki is the voice of Larry and our protagonist today, Larry Boy. Larry Boy, the soundtrack was originally released July 27th of 1999. So at the time of recording, it is 23 years old, turning 24 this year. It is the fourth album released by Veggie Tales. They had Veggie Tunes in 1995, A Very Veggie Christmas in 1996, and Veggie Tunes 2 in 1998. This contains soundtracks for the first two Larry Boy episodes, episodes, which are Larry Boy and the Fib from Outer Space, which was released in April 22nd, 1997, and Larry Boy and the Rumor Weed, which was released the same day as the soundtrack in 1999. Label was Big Idea. It was compo- composed and produced by Kurt Heineke, who was the composer and producer for VeggieTales Music. Uh, guys, you are not going to believe the chart numbers on this one. <laughs> hmm. Hit me with them. I don't have any chart numbers. Ah. <laughs> I don't think if it did chart, I did not find it, but I can't imagine it did. It basically takes up all it is. But yeah, we are covering the original Larry Boy soundtrack, which unfortunately isn't on streaming because the one on streaming doesn't have like all the good classics on it. So that's why we opted right. for the original version and I bought the CD and we are covering it in depth. So. We should be able to play a lot of the songs so you can hear most of them since you can't probably get all of them on streaming. So if you really want to hear them as we cover them. You might because, you know, this score is is way better than it has any right to be. And we'll get into that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, That's true. Yeah. Okay. So I want to know y'all's history with VeggieTales and Larry Boy in general. How do we feel Mm. about it? Like where, where where did Larry Boy land on your uh on your map in the mid 90s oh i mean i was knee deep in everything veggie tales as every 90s christian conservative kid was mm-hmm. so did the vegetables was... ever like just rot around your knees <laughs> yeah it did was, it get gross it got a little gross there were onions them in, in your, your socks yeah. <laughs> yeah i should have uh if only i could go back in time and tell myself my my two-year-old three-year-old self back then to stick the vegetables <laughs> in my socks so i mean i yeah it was everywhere for me it was and all my friends knew about it at, like it, obviously at church everyone watched it and so i mean i watched all the veggie tale stuff growing up yeah, man, me too. Well, VeggieTales was an interesting, uh, you know, it was such a juggernaut within Christian kids' culture. You know what Programming, I mean? Programming, like, yeah. Like, because around that time, too, so much of kids' cartoons, I feel like so many conservative parents were, I don't know, there seemed to be, like, specifically more in the 90s than now. Kids of the 90s will remember that, conservative Christian parents boycotted like 
everything. There wasn't you know, a lot because, to watch. Like I couldn't, I couldn't even play Pokemon because they were monsters, which were demons. I couldn't read Harry Potter. You know, I couldn't like, and then all of the like uh, Warner Brothers and Fox shows and stuff were too vulgar, like Animaniacs and stuff. You know, so VeggieTales was good, clean entertainment. Yeah, or or so they thought. <laughs> oh, the dark side of VeggieTales. The dark side of VeggieTales. TJ, we'll what about there. you? Do you have we'll any history there. with uh, VeggieTales? Yeah, no, I uh, I definitely did. It was all around me. It was it was part of the the niche zeitgeist of you know the I can the Baptist Sunday School world. Me. Yeah, exactly. I remember. I distinctly remember um, my sister and I like bopping along in the back of our mom's honda odyssey to this soundtrack like the the larry boy theme all the remixes like we'll get into it but i i distinctly remember just like grooving you know like almost like the sign did you ever jam did you ever listen to adventures in odyssey while having adventures in your mom's odyssey 100 percent, i did yes <laughs> that's the best yeah on road the trips bingo right to like our family that lived in a different state we so just good. cruise and listen to yeah. like five episodes love me some adventures in odyssey just back to back yeah that's good but yeah so my you... sister and i might as well have been those like kia what are they hamsters gerbils oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. like we were just like bopping along so you had this one tj yeah, yeah, I guess my parents had bought it or something and they had it kind of in rotation. I don't have any like specific memories of like having it, but I feel like like when I looked at the cover I was like that looks so familiar. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like I we had to have like I definitely remember listening a ton to the Jonah soundtrack with my siblings a bunch. Oh, yeah. But that was like mm-hmm. 3 years after this. But yep. I don't have any specific memories, but I feel like we had to have had it. For sure. Uh, yeah, you definitely had it. I'll, I'll guarantee. I'll, I'll confirm with uh, with your mom, okay, but I'll make sure. sure you you. T- <laughs> I'll send her a message via Patreon. <laughs> hey, Josh had this Thanks, right. Mom. Oh yeah, I'm sure she sure we did. Oh, I did want to. I forgot to put in my notes, but I looked it up. It says this is according to Wikipedia, which I always wanted to give a disclaimer. But it says this series of Veggie Tales is distinguished as the most successful Christian children's franchise of all time. It has sold over 16 million books. 7 million music CDs, and 235 million music streams. Wow. So VeggieTales is a juggernaut of media. That yeah. yeah, that is crazy. Did you guys know, Josh, you may be aware because you have you have little kids. Did y'all know that they like rebooted VeggieTales on Netflix? Yeah. A few years ago? Yeah, yeah I heard about that. In the sink or something like that or the kitchen? Yeah, it's wild. It in feels weird. Whatever. It, feel, it feels weird. I don't know if y'all have watched it, but it feels... No, because one of them, one of the characters is like a piece of bacon, right? Yeah, <laughs> like they do have, yeah, yeah. They and he's played by Rob Paulson. He's played by Rob Paulson, who I don't know if you guys know who Rob Paulson is. His name is Robert Paulson. <laughs> <laughs> but Rob Paulson is one of the like. He's in that pantheon of '90s, 2000s voice actors. Uh, he played. Uh, uh, Pinky and Pinky and the Brain. Oh, oh nice. Okay, Along with a guy. bunch of others. I mean, like everything. Like his nice. IMDb is like 500 credits or something. So it's like, a, it's yeah. a big get. That's what you're saying. One of those iconic voices. <laughs> Maybe, but also like no one knows who he is except for weird animation nerds like me. <laughs> <And> specifically <laughs> like voiceover nerds. 
Yep. Well, I'm glad you do. Yeah. That enriched my life. Yeah. Maybe we can take that and maybe we'll make that little section a clip that'll go viral. Rob Paulson's in the new Veggie Tales. (laughs) Yep. You never know what's going to hit, man. Yeah. Okay. So Larry Boy for me was huge because I was all about superheroes. You know what I mean? But there wasn't Mm -hmm. too much actual. And plungers. And plungers. This was the perfect thing for you. A fun fact, I did actually a couple of years after Larry Boy tried to do my own comic book because I took drawing lesson and got way into like Marvel, like old school Marvel comics mm-hmm. and tried to do my own comic book of uh, Plunger Man, which oh. was like he was looked like Superman, but he, his mask was the plunger. Instead of Larry Boy where the plungers are on the side, he had a plunger on the top half of his head. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Very concealing. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was a big, it was a big, big plunger and it had little eye holes cut out. Oh, okay, good. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. So could it he take just it like, off of his head to use as like a weapon? Or did I don't it just, know. was I'd, it just like you know, fashion? You just scale a wall. Just... I, I was yeah, 11. I didn't put that much thought into it. Um, But yeah, so I wasn't, honestly, I wasn't allowed to consume a ton of superhero media around this time specifically because like you know it's funny because if you look back at it now uh like the tim burton batman the from 1989 Mm -hmm. is so campy it's so kitschy you know Mm -hmm. but uh at that time it was seen like kind of the way that the nolan ones were like a dark and gritty reboot of batman Right, and so then by uh, by the time Larry Boy came out, you know they were on. They had done Batman Forever, uh, Batman and Robin, and like I oh, yeah. couldn't, I couldn't watch the a influence lot. Influences strong on Larry Boy <laughs> for it sure, really is. But like I knew of Batman, uh, I had watched like the Adam West Batman and Super Friends, and of course. so I was like so stoked and. Uh, it's fun. Did you, did either of you guys watch any of the Larry Boy episodes for this, or did we just listen to the soundtrack? I stayed pure, and I just listened. I okay. watched the Rumor Weed with my son a couple months ago. I think whenever I got the soundtrack okay. to prepare for this episode. Mm. Well, that's good, because I didn't watch Rumor Weed, but I watched uh, the Fib oh, from perfect. Outer Space. Oh, perfect. So. <laughs> so we got a little bit of everything. It was fun, too, like seeing you know, catching stuff that I didn't catch as a kid, but there's like beyond the superhero thing, there's this whole like 1950s B movie kind of uh, like mm-hmm. thematic elements throughout all of the Larry Boy stuff. Uh, yeah. And we'll, we'll talk about that when we get into like the actual soundtrack, like some of the sounds and stuff you can tell. But yeah, there's definitely an old school like 50s Americana vibe to Larry Boy that I was what are you That's laughing so at? I, this is like the most Kylan thing to pick up <laughs> on. It's true. Like yeah. You're nailing it. But like I bet like how many people like you know like the people that were like making it were putting that in there like oh cool like I'm really gonna put this influence in because like it reminds me of this kind of thing growing up. I love watching these kind of things. And I'm sure most of the audience, especially if there were kids obviously had no idea, but even the parents that were like just like oh whatever sure Larry boy but 
You're like probably one of the few people that's watched Larry Boy been like, oh, I'm picking up on these 50s B yeah, movie vibes. I'm getting like real like Invaders from Mars vibes in the fit uh-huh. from Outer Space. Like, yeah, <laughs> a little yep. bit of like you can see the influence from like Ed Wood, like Plan 9 from Outer Space and all that stuff. Yeah, it's it's all there, man. It's all there ripe for the taking. It's all you there. Just gotta, Phil yeah. Fisher and Kurt Heineke and Mike Naraki yeah, we gotta get waiting them on the for show, you to man. come along and pick up on all these influences. <laughs> yeah watch it'll just be like no nah, i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> um but yeah okay if you're playing the cgn drinking game take a drink because i just took us off the rails by talking about movies that i didn't need to do we have any other general veggie tales or larry boy thoughts we want to talk about before we get into the album and before my game i have a game that we're gonna play it's been too long since we've had a game it has oh, been yes. a long time yeah i was just gonna clear stoked. up that we to the listener out there we're doing our normal episode in one pass this time uh we wanted to just hit it in one time we didn't think it was worth really doing a whole predict a flopper bop we're like we could just listen to it and then do it all in one pass to make it a little bit more fun make it more flowy and 50th volume so a little different than our normal format but we're still holding true for the second half of the show for sure for sure okay so do we want to play my little game i'm very ready i'm so ready Okay, uh, you guys know how my games go. This one, I'm worried since Josh was doing his research, he he might have an upper hand here. But this is a game I like to call Veggie Tales from the Crypt. Yes! Oh, <laughs> that's the best. <laughs> um, so, for those of you that don't know, Tales from the Crypt was a film series and television series based on the EC comics of the 1950s. See, it's all tying together, man, all this media from, <laughs> from the 50s. Mm-hmm. That had a certain level of, like, kitsch to it. Like, it was scary, but it was also meant to be pretty campy and funny. So I, I just wanted to give this context, uh, because, <laughs> like, a lot, of the, a lot of Tales from the Crypt is, much like my games, is also very pun-based. Uh, as is Veggie Tales, you know it's all it's all puns all the time. So, uh, what this game is is I'm going to give you six episode titles, and you're going to tell me if they are an episode of Veggie Tales or an episode of Tales from the Crypt. Ooh. Okay. Uh, so, so j- just for like a little more context, like I was saying, like the Tales from the Crypt stuff is like kind of funny. Like they have an episode called "Dig That Cat." He's real gone. Like so, it's all. It's not overtly horror related, so I tried mm. to find ones that I think would be could be either or. So, are we up. ready? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Let's do it. All right. All right. Let's put our potatoes in our socks and get going. <laughs> Question number one. New catchphrase. <laughs> Instead of pull a Stephen Curtis Chapman and dive right in, <laughs> put potatoes in it our socks. It has like the same cadence though. Potatoes in the perfect. socks. <laughs> potatoes in her socks and get going okay question number one is this from veggie tales or tales from the crypt are you my neighbor veggie tales yeah easy easy all right you guys are right that is veggie tales that's yes. uh season one that is the second video from veggie yeah, that's tales. an og yeah yeah okay uh question number two ear today gone tomorrow i want to say that's veggie tales too because the the corn pun mm. uh but I don't know, man. It could also be like a weird body horror episode. Exactly. Of Tales from the Crypt. Who knows? That's good, man. Yeah, that's well like done. very like later Veggie Tales when they get like super punny. I'm gonna mm-hmm. go Tales from the Crypt, I think. Okay. TJ, you're saying Veggie Tales, Josh saying Tales from the Crypt. I, yeah, I'm gonna stick with Veggie Tales. 
Okay. Guys, that is from Tales from the Crypt Season 7, uh, Episode oh, 12. All right. Dang. As if it could have definitely been a VeggieTales episode. Though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was a good one. Just jumping out in front. All right. Question number three. Only Sin Deep. That's Tales from the Crypt, right? I don't know. Yeah, that feels too pulpy. It feels too, like, gritty to be Only Veggie Sin Tales. Deep. Yeah, I'm going to go Tales from the Crypt. Yeah, me too. All right. So, guys, that was from Tales from the Crypt, Season 1, yes. Episode 4. I was going to be so surprised. I was going to throw you all off. But. That was a good yeah. one. All right. Uh, <laughs> question number four. The Wonderful World of Autotainment. The Wonderful World of Autotainment. Uh, VeggieTales or Tales from the Crypt? I'll go VeggieTales. Okay. For some reason, I'm seeing, like, I feel like this is wrong, but I'm seeing the... I'm seeing the like paw grape family like riding along in their like weird car that makes all kinds of strange noises. They're old, they're old jalopy. Yeah, yeah. That was the That's, grapes of wrath. That was the first VeggieTales, right? Yeah, I'm seeing that like that iconic sequence of them like rolling over the hill. Mm. Uh, but it could be false association, you know. That's true. Could be. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with VeggieTales. Okay. The wonderful world of autotainment is, of course, VeggieTales. Both Ooh, of you guys yeah. get a point. Which one is that one? Do you know? Yeah, which uh, one? It's a way later one. I, for some oh, reason, okay. I forgot to write it down, but it's one of the later ones. All right. Um, man, I was really hoping that I would throw you guys off. Throw us. And think like a retro futuristic horror yeah, kind yeah. of thing, like yeah. a Disney World Black gone awry. Yeah. Right. Which would be great. Um, mm-hmm. Like a Five Nights at Freddy's kind of thing. Okay. Uh, last one. We ready? Dr. Jiggle and Mr. Sly. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's VeggieTales. <laughs> Are you sure? That's gotta be VeggieTales. Okay. I'm not sure, but I'm gonna say VeggieTales. I feel like it's too goofy to not be. All right. You guys are both right. It is VeggieTales. Hey. Yes. Man. Yeah, you guys, you guys got my game, dude. I don't know. I was hoping, I was hoping that that some I of like these that they're would, both punny. Yeah, yeah. Because like some other some Tales from the Crypt episode titles that I like, um, Abracadaver is very yeah. good. That's a uh, classic. Crime isn't that song. also a classic crime song? It yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Beauty Rest, King of the Road, Split Personality, Werewolf Concerto. That was a good one. Nice. Death of Some Salesman. <laughs> <laughs> Well-Cooked Hams. That was almost one that I almost did for the game, and I was like, oh, well, that no could have worked. Like, yeah. I tried to find all the food ones. Um, oils Well That Ends Well. Oh, yeah. That would have thrown yeah. me, probably, because, like, I olive know, oil. Dang, all the ones like, I was, gonna, I I was like, this, is this a, did VeggieTales do a There Will Be Blood? <laughs> 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 That'd be crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so I tried to pick ones that were like pretty, pretty punny, pretty. Silly, what would Daniel so. Plainview's name be in that VeggieTales movie? In VeggieTales, it would be Daniel Potato. Daniel Daniel Potato, Potato View. <laughs> Potato View. That's very good. Or Plantain View, right? Oh, Plantain View, and he'd be like a banana. That's it. Yeah, that's it's it. Daniel Plantain View. <laughs> oh man, this is just going to be a new game that we're going to play every episode, where we're going to either talk about movie characters or artists that we cover. 
what would their names be if they were in VeggieTales? Oh, that's <laughs> a great idea. Yeah. That is good. Okay, well, uh, that was my game. Josh, you snuck ahead by one point. Thank you so, for that wonderful game, Kylan. Yeah, yeah no problem. I know it's blast. been a long time. It was no MXP sex. I almost did MXP sex volume two <laughs> since it was, but <laughs> we can't do that. Kids are listening to this episode. Yeah, that's true. Tales. This is a family friendly episode. Yeah. I'm going to censor all this. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, what's going on? Oh, not much. What's up with you, buddy? I got a little trivia that <sighs> I actually know that Kylan knows the answer to because he came up with it. Well, that's not uh, trivia. I know. But TJ, I can quiz you on it. Okay. Do you know what band we've arguably talked the most about on Church Jams now? Oh, no. This isn't trivia at all because I also know this. Oh, okay. It's, it's Five I guess Iron it Frenzy. Is, it is Five Iron Frenzy. <laughs> but if you listen to both parts of our two-parter Until the Shakes Apart episode, uh, you may be a fan of that record. And if you're a fan of that record, you can buy that on vinyl at Clyde Records. What? Along with... They have currently in stock Between the Pavement and the Stars, which looks like a very beautiful blue, orange, white splatter pressing, and Engine of a Million Plots. So basically everything Five Iron's done since they came back in 2013, Clyde has in stock on vinyl. So if you're missing that in your Five Iron record collection, I would seriously recommend checking out Clyde Records. I mean, listen, if anybody had old anxiety before, they need to get this record so they can cure it and be homelessly devoted to this record that's true it's good tj i don't have anything better to yeah add. so if you want to get this record uh go to colliderecords.com and type in church jams now when you're checking out and guess what you'll get 20 percent off 20 percent off <laughs> let's get back to the show <laughs> <laughs> okay so do we want to we want to get into into this soundtrack i'm ready let's okay over. Let's do it. So track number one, Cordial Greetings from Alfred. Hello, boys and girls. This is Alfred, butler of the world-famous superhero, Letty Boy. And you've tuned into Letty Boy Musical Theater, the show where we can musically revisit all the exciting Letty Boy episodes of the past, even though there's only been two. But no matter, two exciting episodes fully worth the reliving. This idea was so dumb. Thank you for... (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for... I really don't know if this is for anyone. You're welcome. But... (laughs) I want to hear from y'all what it was like that, like, remember listening to this as a kid, like, I don't know, what were you feeling when, like, this came on and you're hearing this again? Like, walk me through that. It was like seeing a long-lost cousin or something. (laughs) Like... I'm like, oh my God, I remember all of it. Like it all came flooding back to me. It was like one of those moments mm-hmm. like like in Memento where it like it all like where the movie switches from being in reverse chronological order to then everything's like it like it all just came Standard flooding order. back to me. Yes. Yeah. I loved it. It was so good. Yeah. I also just had deep nostalgia wash over me. And it was like, yeah, even like Archibald's voice in the alfred character i was like oh yeah he's like he's like the jeeves you know the 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 batman butler guy like 
he's the whole thing. And it, and it, and I remember as a kid being like, this guy's ridiculous, but also I'm kind of like, I respect him because he's British. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like he knows as an entire plot point in rumor weed. I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It all came flooding back, man. Yeah. Uh, in my notes, I wrote, this is the way you start an album with a monologue <laughs> and a harpsichord. <laughs> yeah. And I said, yes. per- perhaps the most literal intro track we've heard on the show so far. Uh-huh. And you know, yeah. it works. It works. Yeah. Really sets the scene. This, you know, when I talk about on the show, when I'm like, yeah, you know, I want specific things for like an opening track on an album. This is exactly mm-hmm. what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. This is it. This is what Could you want for every else? album. <laughs> every album. Uh, yeah. The Everglow kind of gets close <laughs> to this, but other like no one does it better than the Larry Boy soundtrack. That's true. More monologues with harpsichord underneath, please. <laughs> I do uh, like that it, like the harpsichord reacts to him. Even the harpsichord so is not here for Alfred's poetry though. Like, no. Right. <laughs> like, like I've never heard a more anthropomorphized harpsichord in my life. <laughs> Like it has sentience. <laughs> it does. It's a character in and of itself. And it's throwing shade at Alfred the whole time. It is. <laughs> Poor guy. But I gotta say, honestly, I love the poetry bits. I think they're super fun. I do too. Yeah. Yeah. They are I jokingly wrote the poetry stuff is funny as a kid, but man, is it so poignant as an adult? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're like, that was a great plot point to well just sum up well in four said, stanzas Alfred. there, Alfred. <laughs> And you like it because it's a little bit of like classical education. Like yeah, exactly. Sprinkled. Like I bet parents like, were like, this is good for my children. Right. Like, it feels little... like a little PBS. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then when the orchestra comes in at 26 seconds, like it's great. Larry boy. Yeah, man. We're is like those... in the hero Yeah, movie. It's anthemic. Those timpanis hit way harder than <laughs> they need to. But they're so good, man. It's true. They're so the whole good. Score, like... Is just very, very over dramatized, and uh-huh. and I don't know that that was like a constant theme throughout this listen of like they went hard on this score, and this intro track is no exception. Move over, for a kids Hans show. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> he could take some notes from them, man. For it's sure. Absurd. Yeah. Do we have any other notes on on cordial greetings from Alfred? On this minute fifteen. Well, intro I got one thought. This first intro track made me think about the the idea that you had, Kylan, that you pitched to us about trying to think about what the favorite band of each VeggieTales character would be. Oh yeah, yeah. I have that list for later on in the record, but I want to hear what you got. I've got just just a quick pitch for what I think Alfred's is based on this intro track. Okay, please tell me. It's Anathello, and he loves Floating World, and <laughs> he might be me, you guys. Okay, he might be the same person. <laughs> Th- that's really funny because in my notes, so I have it for track eighteen because it was kind of like a wrap up thing. Right. Uh, I have an Anathello as another character's. Uh, oh, that's great. Favorite <laughs> favorite CCM artist. Well, let's see. Maybe Josh will help us determine who's more yeah. correct, or maybe he'll disagree with both of us. Right. I wrote for Archibald. He just straight up only listens to hymns at church and then hums them throughout the week. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I think you also nailed that. <laughs> no, that's good. I don't have a better answer than that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's move on to track number two, A Fib Falls slash It's Laura's Fault. I cannot tell how the truth may be. I say the tale as twas said to me. But this is certain, as I recall, onto Bumbleberg a fib did fall. 
thou child of many prayers, life hath quicksands, life hath snares. My plate! My Art Bugatti limited edition collector's plate! What happened to it? Well... It's Laura's fault. She broke the plate. I tried to stop her. She said she had to demonstrate her apple chopper. The apple chopper worked to scrape a chopper through your bowling plate. It's Laura's fault. She broke the plate. It's true. And that's the tale I have to tell to you. I saw right before we started recording, I have the booklet open right now, mm -hmm. and all of Alfred's poetry is in here and it's cited as well so you can see that that first opening is from lay of the last minstrel by sir walter scott oh my they're gosh all so they're cited all in the incredible. booklet yes so if that you have a is question on which where a yeah. specific poem comes from i got the answers that I is insane all of i did not know that i know that is great. That is like so much. Yeah, they went all this extra step to like, let's print all the poems in the booklet and cite them so people have them. They're trying to culture up the kids that are watching. For real. This. They really were. Because I loved the yeah. line, like legitimately, oh, thou child of many prayers, life hath quicksand, life hath snares. Yeah. It like, could be like oh. a metal breakdown lyric. <laughs> it should oh, be. Oh, child <laughs> of many prayers. But That's instead, it's a British crazy. man reading. So poetry. good. I did like they got some good theremin esque sound effects happening here. That's what Very I like. Very appropriate too. for a fib alien from outer space coming, you know? Mm -hmm. And yeah. that theremin, though, y'all. Yeah. Theremin does some work, man. I like that there's a bunch of reverb on it to start because it does kind of like, as far as like a score goes, and even though this score is sort of intentionally over the top, it does convey emotionally sort of what was happening on screen mm -hmm. to the point where like I watched the original Larry boys so many times, like even when there were these like relatively long stretches on this record that was just score, uh, I could see what was happening. You know what I mean? It was just way better than it had any right. <laughs> any it right really to is. It really is. I definitely had moments where I struggled to follow just sheerly based on the sort of themes or tone right. of the score like what there's a lot on. of repetition but i think I that's more about that. like me not like retaining a lot of my larry boy canon in my head <laughs> like it just didn't right. stick yeah it definitely helped <laughs> re-watching rumor weed a couple months ago for me like for fib i was kind of a little lost because i remember the basic plot but not right. a lot of like but then i had specifics. a did you guys have a big nostalgia hit when he said art bugatti Yes. Oh, like yes. our that was one of those things that, like, as a kid, that just like the the rhyme of that, or what it not rhyme, but just the cadence of that, mm -hmm. just stuck in my head. Yeah, and it felt like it was just unearthed by just I remember saying. As that, a like, kid, I was like, "Who? The who's heck Art, is Bugatti? Art Bugatti?" Right. I thought he was some <laughs> real famous person. Like, I thought it was a real mm -hmm. person. I, 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 until now, maybe let my kid self think. That, that Art I just was, was out of the loop and he was a real like professional bowler. Yeah. <laughs> that existed. <laughs> also, like, I'm a little sad for Junior's dad that that's like his potentially most, most prized, prized possession. Most prized possession. <laughs> collector's but, plate. But <laughs> that's the thing, man. When I watched it, when I watched it, like, oh, poor dad. it again today, I was like, <laughs> man, I get that though. That's like some weird <laughs> shit that I would like. <laughs> like your VHS collection? <laughs> right. Because like, yeah, Wi Willow, like she used to 
climb up by the by the bookcase and grab some of my like Star Wars VHSs. Ooh. And I'm like, no, no, that's like, and it's not even like a special. It's just like the CBS Fox, like original Star Wars VHS. It's like so not super rare, but that's my Art Bugatti, and that's your Art Bugatti. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or like, yeah, or we even started looking through my comic books yesterday, and I'm like, no, that's my Buffy season eight issue one. <laughs> like, that's my variant cover, and I'm like, this is so stupid. <laughs> But like she's two, she wants to look at comic books, and I'm like, but no, you got to make sure it's in the. It's and in look, the at least she didn't cover it with a ridiculous fib, right? Oh, that's true. That's true. That's true. It'd be unexcusable. Um, more notes on this song. I don't love Junior's voice. It doesn't work for me. I think <gasps> really? it's the weak. I think it's the weak spot on the album. No way. Yeah, dude. I <laughs> think it's great. I think. Yeah. What is it? Uh, is it Lisa? Uh, yeah, Phil's it's wife. Phil's or, wife. Right? That does the voice. I think she's incredible. She's like the VeggieTales equivalent to Tommy uh, in Rugrats. Yeah. What? Who is, is that? Tara the, Strong. Is it yeah. Tara Strong. Yeah. Or who? Yeah. Whoever did, did Tommy's voice? Like she's the VeggieTales equivalent in my book. I think she's awesome because <laughs> he does. He does this little like affect of like. He pauses when he's trying to come up with the lie. The apple chopper line, that is really good. The the performance is really great. Yeah. I think it's awesome. Yeah. And it makes me believe it because it's like you can see the cog, you can hear the cogs turning in his Mm -hmm. mind. Yeah. As the score speeds up. Chopper, like, yeah, he gets yeah, more he's like, he's like, oh, this is it. Now I'm going with it. Yeah. I'm lying straight through my teeth. (laughs) Through my veggie teeth. Through my veggie teeth. (laughs) Veggie teeth. Veggie teeth now. That's good. I have a note for the the pizzicato strings in yes. here are like basically live and let die. Dun dun dun. Dun dun dun. Oh, dun, yeah. dun dun dun. Dun dun. Like but oh. it's like you listen to you're like, that's live and let Mom. die. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's so good. Yeah, that's so, that we gotta do so a good. mashup of the two, like a side by side. Ugh. That's amazing. Okay. Oh man! And then <laughs> I didn't know how much uh, actual notes we had, but I did pepper in some uh, IMD tri- IMDb trivia if we oh, need to as well. I don't know yeah, if please. Else Let's has go. anything? Um, the one I have for this one is that Kurt Heineck Heineck Heineke. I don't know. I'm sorry, Kurt, if you're listening. Uh, base this episode's score on Danny Elfman's score for Batman. Of that's course. what I was. That's what I was gonna say too. Yep. Hmm. Yes, because you can hear it. You can totally hear the Elfman mm-hmm. influence in the very beginning of that. Yeah, it's very hyper, <laughs> which makes sense because Larry Boy, the whole thing is a you know is a take on Batman, right? Even with a character Alfred, like that just makes sense. And mm-hmm. yeah, and that was huge in the in the public consciousness around. And you've time. even got the like commissioner character later, mm-hmm. like yeah, it's it's kind of one to one on some levels. Very much so. so. Good. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. Okay. Uh, do we have anything else about a fib fall slash it's Laura's that's, fault? That's all I've got. Oh my god, we've been doing this for forty five minutes. That I is know. insane. <laughs> Didn't think this was gonna go that long. <laughs> I know it's supposed to be real fast. We're only on track three out of nineteen. I think it's all Lenny's fault. Uh, yeah, it's track three, the search slash it's Lenny's fault. Like straws on the surface flow 
he who would search for fibs must dive below. And he that does one fault do and lies to hide it makes it two. Yep, that's right. Winnie broke the plate. I'll tell you the whole story. It's Lenny's fault. He broke the plate. He's very naughty. Just how was I to know? He hated Bart Bugatti. He gave it to a crocodile who chewed it up for quite a while. It's Lenny's fault. He broke the plate. It's true. And that's the tale I have to tell to you. The marching band snare, I thought, throughout the entire score is a really good touch. It kind of ties all these themes. Like, you know, it it thematically, it kind of ties it all together. It ties kind of all these different pieces of the score together. Yeah, and it, has it is a, a sort recurring of, component. Like, militaristic, kind of like, almost Great Escape or Hogan's Heroes kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> too. Yeah. Like, yes. <laughs> Now you're speaking my language. Yeah. <laughs> I was saying Saving Private Ryan, but I but I was failing to go back far enough. And I think you're yeah. more correct. It's more more classic, mm-hmm. more films. Oh yeah, I love the Larry 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 chanting. Larry Larry. Josh, can you give us a citation for that uh, poetry? How does, is it Larry, 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 Larry? Oh, a citation for the poetry? Okay. <laughs> Josh yeah, is in his own, I thought you were, I thought in you his own world. That. Okay, for the first one, we have... Uh, the first one, it's adapted from All for Love by John Dryden because he says, he who searched for fibs must dive below. I'm sure that's the adaptation. Sure. And then we also have... And he that does one fault do and lies to hide it and makes it two is adapted from Divine Songs by Isaac Watts, 1674 hmm. to 1748. Whoa. <laughs> no, these are old Dude, those lighter notes are so good. These I are old school polls. You're going to have to post some of those online. We haven't had so anyone good. from the 1900s yet. <laughs> we had a 1700s, wild. 1800s, 1800s, 1700s. In true British 1600s. butler form. <laughs> right. True, for sure. If it's not vintage like 300 years ago, it... <laughs> It doesn't it's come not out of going in. Our, Al, Archibald or Alfred is not listening to it. It's not of his character. Yeah, if it's right. not classic British poetry. <laughs> right. <laughs> yep. I I enjoy hearing how they're going to rhyme with Art Bugatti every different like yeah. retelling that Junior does. That's fun. Yeah, it's true. The crocodile uh, is a nice touch. Mm-hmm. So, so I'm fun. curious. Uh, first off, have we hit anyone's favorite song yet? <laughs> How did you know, man? This is my favorite. Laura's fault really spoke no. to me, you know. <laughs> Definitely not. Um, okay, so I I wrote. Well, we can bleep this if we need to. My first note is Junior's a little bitch. No. Okay. <laughs> Listen, I said Junior's already shaping up to be a pretty despicable villain. Like, I think the the true like I don't, I'm not saying the fib is. Is a hero? I think the Fib is just like a neutral character, and yeah, I think he is, Junior is the true villain villain of this story. Yeah, I think the Fib is chaotic neutral. If we're doing yeah. D and D character <laughs> that's alignments, it. that's exactly it, man. And and he caught a lot of flack that he didn't deserve, man. That's all I'm saying. I'm he here to set gro- the story. He wasn't straight. growing big on his own, you know. It was that, all that's Junior. That's it. Yeah, it, he didn't like Junior made his own decisions, man. He chose to lie right. again and again. Yeah. So that, that's true. Is it really um, a fault? <laughs> probably not. I, I, I also wrote, uh, that that tuba is amazing. I love the tuba. Um, did we talk? Because I asked. D- so, do we know 
technical question. This score is all of this MIDI, or Surely did they get any real instruments? It is all MIDI. That's no what way. I thought. That's yeah. what I thought. So, Even yeah, the snare and the timpani. The and... Matter Space is credited with Kurt. It says brass, wind controller, keyboards, and production. But is that all brass, things. comma, as in real brass, and then... It might be. There's a lot of, wind like, controller. the trumpet, especially in the Larry yeah. Boy theme. So the I'm like, muted that's got to be a real, real trumpet. So maybe yeah. he's like a real trumpeter, you know? There's maybe too much, like, like, dynamic a... movement happening in the tone of, of the right. instrument. Yeah, so I don't know how maybe you he do does actually play brass. And yeah. then he's doing the rest on MIDI. And then he could have used like samples for some of those drums or whatever. Yeah. I'm very curious. I it guess just so. It sounds really good. Especially it when does. was this? 97? Especially for 90, 99. Oh, this was 97. Yeah. This yeah. one was 97. Yeah. It's And like the budget for VeggieTale stuff like can't be like that big around this time, right? Like, right. I mean, I feel like most of their budget was probably going to the actual yeah. like computer animation. animation. Yeah. You know, sure. but it's really paid off. <laughs> it looks great. <laughs> hey, really for up. like not having Spielberg level money, like that's true. I, that's I was true. watching it. There, there's some, you know, there, there are some things that I could tell as someone that has done very brief amounts of 3D animation that it's just the limitations of the technology and probably time and budget. Yeah, but it it gets it across man there's some and there are some interesting uh there are some interesting lighting choices some interesting camera movement uh in the larry the larry boy stuff felt a lot more cinematic to me than the other VeggieTales stuff and probably mm-hmm. because they they utilize darkness so much darkness and shadow which again is going back to the whole batman of it all yeah, yeah. It's supposed to feel noirish um, yeah so honestly a lot of the score does get pretty similar so i don't have a ton of notes as we move on <laughs> But I said, I imagine Josh doesn't love Lenny's Fault. Uh, but I'm curious what you think, Josh. I know we talked about it on the Anathalo episode. And is New Orleans music too close to circus music? <laughs> oh. No, I, well, I was thinking the muted trumpet was very Pink Panther. So that's oh, all, yeah, that's yeah, all yeah. I was That's what it reminded me of, too. Yeah, so For I sure. wasn't like going circusy with it i was like okay oh, it's just a play on pink panther oh i like that i didn't think about that man all the comparisons in this episode this is my favorite this is, those are my two comparisons <laughs> <is>, i have <laughs> oh, okay uh yeah i have a lot more stuff on on the rumor weed side of this about the muta trumpet so we'll get there let's nice. move on to track number four the fib grows slash the water tower My only note on this is, guys, this score rips. This is very Danny Elfman right here. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. Like the winds doing, like the, yeah, the, the wind flutes, instruments doing that. Piccolo and flute, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this could be like a Nightmare Before Christmas kind of thing, almost. My only note on it is that this is the most intense song we've had in this story. Yeah. And mm-hmm. from IMDb, it says, fans wrote letters to Big Idea 
stating that Larry was way too serious and that the episode scared some kids. Oh my god. <laughs> Get over Not it. Typical yeah. veggie they're like, this isn't the veggie tales we know and love. Yeah. Larry's Listen, my too kid serious. can't watch Harry Potter, so he definitely right. can't watch this. Which I don't know if they toned it down a little bit after Fib, but my newly turned four-year-old son a couple months ago, I when I watched Rumorweed with him, had no issue whatsoever <laughs> watching. Right. Well, my the my two-year-old weed. watched the Fib with me, and she was fine throughout the whole thing. There is no issue. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, <laughs> I don't. I don't know how to weigh in on that. I don't have kids. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> uh, but I just, just think people that's just like silly. to complain. People just like to complain about stuff. <laughs> yeah, ridiculous. But the song, the, the it is intense, though. You know, props to Kurt. He made a very that's intense true. sounding score. Very. I like that thematically. Finally, Junior has come clean by the end of this track. For sure. You know. Yeah, by the end of this, he's he's realizing. Oh man, I I messed up. You know, I was I was the uh, overarching villain here, even though nobody saw me for that. And he didn't want to out himself, but he just said, you know, I lied and the fibs got me. He kind of made himself into a victim, honestly. But for sure, you know, for whatever. Sure. Junior's whatever. got a real victim mentality, uh, which yeah. is why I have so many problems with him. <laughs> Poems we have from from this uh, are from Alexander the Great by Nathaniel Lee. Another 1600s poet. That's the, oh, the conquering hero, right? Yeah, the conquering hero. And then the other one, dare to be true, nothing can be a lie. A fault which needs it needs it most grows to thereby is from The Church Porch by George Herbert, 1593 mm. to 1632. Oh <laughs> That's insane. I just love the amount of thought that went into... Albert's po- or Alfred's poetry. Yeah, whoever wrote this, this like is a big old nerd in it's the coolest so way. Yeah, I mean that's <laughs> big straight respect. up like a European history and English major. Yeah, <laughs> it's like this is my chance. <laughs> yeah, they weren't using that degree until now. They <laughs> right. found their weird way to work it into a, <laughs> For a story. Sure. <laughs> All right, here we go. Track number five. Junior tells the truth. I tell you now how the truth should be. If told outright, it will set you free. All right, you guys want to hear my note? It's a classic Kylan note. What is it? This track is boring. Cut it. We don't need it. <laughs> you know what I said? I, I see your, your note, and I'll do you one shorter. Okay, with a shrug <laughs> emoji. That's it. That's literally all I wrote. So if we were to do an alternate track list, we would definitely cut this. Yeah, off. because he comes clean at the end of the track. Exactly. Previous. You don't need it. You don't need you it. Think you could just combine it at the end of it, or you just cut it. I just cut it. Get rid of it, man. We don't need oh, it. Okay. We don't need it. I'm already bored. Yep. The happy like lilting score is fun. Like it's like very, like kind of pleasant after after some dark. You know, like desperate moments so that's a nice reprieve but like you could have done that a different way and it could also happen on the next track for sure that is true my only note is not about the score at all uh it is just to say larry boy is a real indiana jones and raiders situation where he doesn't really do anything to affect the story or beat the (laughs) villain like he's just there and it's happening so yep 
Like, yeah, he's just, boy, like, I respect him as a superhero, but like, the, I thought you said the, you didn't have any more comparisons. <laughs> oh, musically, musically. Oh, yeah. I'm opening up. Pandora's Open it up to movies, film, man. Though. Yeah, I'm here for it. Yeah, you are. I love films. <laughs> no, it's true though. He's just window dressing at this point. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. but I think mm-hmm. that's part of. I think that's. I. I think that was part of the whole thing with Larry Boy, which is kind of why I loved it. Yeah, because like, it's because like, he's it's a, a take. Completely, it's already he's kind of hapless. In like yeah, 1997 already like VeggieTales is is skewering the superhero genre. I love it. <laughs> they were ahead of the it. curve, man. Yeah, it's like airplane levels of like, or Naked Gun levels of like commentary on a genre that was still sort of like relatively new at this time. That's I good. love it. I could do a whole thesis on, <laughs> on the Larry Boy Naked Gun comparison. Yeah. <laughs> hey, the, you know this and our Hawkboy episode are going to be you know the, the people that want it want it. Oh, so yeah. me. <laughs> Let's move on to track number six. Look who's here to help. Oh, that was great fun, wasn't it? I'd love to do it again, wouldn't you? Uh, of course you would. Now you've got the spirit. Well then, I... Hey, Alfred, hold on a second. Oh, hello, Letty Boy. Guess what, boys and girls? It's Letty Boy. How's it going, butler buddy? Oh, splendid. Hey, I heard you over here doing the Larry Boy Music Theater, and I thought maybe the boys and girls might like to hear a couple of what me and my new friends in the record biz like to call remixes. Remixes? Yeah, it's where you take a song and throw in a little of this and a little of that and add a touch of cha-cha and a tad of whoop-de-doo. Now we're getting, okay, so we're basically done with the fib from outer space. Now we're getting into some fun stuff. I gotta say, there's some really good sequencing happening on this record. I mean, mm-hmm. this seems like the, the perfect place for mm-hmm. this song to happen. Am I right, guys? You know? Yeah, like, for sure. Agreed. I can't imagine it being between Laura's fault and Lenny's fault. So this was a good place <laughs> for it. Or between, you know, the Rumor Weed song right. later not, in the track. Not at all. That just yeah, wouldn't yeah. make sense. No way. This is also the best description of a remix I have ever heard. And should I ever DJ again? You guys know that I DJed briefly in college. <laughs> 100% would start every set with this clip right here. It's where you take a song and throw in a little of this and a little of that and add a touch of cha-cha and a tad of whoop-de-doo. Imagine a hit, a, the bass just drops Ooh. right there. Yeah, 808. This started it, guys. This is what started it for me. This started uh, my love of the, of the dance music. DJ origin story. Uh-huh, it really is. That's the best. Makes a lot of sense. It explains a lot, actually. Doesn't it? Especially the whoop-de-doo. <laughs> the whoop-de-doo. That's my favorite part. Very on brand. Whoop-de-doo. <laughs> and then that just takes us right into track number seven, the Bumbly Bird Groove remix Hello. of the Larry Boy theme song. I'm Larry Boy. Welcome to my groove. So I think this remix starts out great, but then it kind of loses me. But before it loses you, is there is there a little a, a little, little what? A, a, oh, a little guys, sweet, there's sweet some sweet sweet bass. This totally has <laughs> some sweet sweet, sweet, sweet bass. bass. <laughs> the first sweet sweet bass on the record. Oh yeah, no, it's grooving. Uh, yeah, 
And then with those like '90s like hip hop pianos, mm-hmm. feels. And then with the female vocalist, sounds very like Alicia Keys. Mm. Yeah, it's. Do great. you guys know who the vocalist is? I don't. Who is it? Tell us. It's Nicole C. Mullen. What? Are you serious? Yes. <laughs> that's I did not know that. Like, I did not crazy. know until this. And I, I was like, oh, that's her? But okay, so she had released her first two records in 91 and 92. But then she didn't have anything else come out until her self-titled in 2000, which had Redeemer on it, which blew up, obviously. Right. So right. like she did this like between like her first two records and before she got huge. So yeah, I was... So crazy to find out that that's her, especially like before that's she made crazy. it big. She's like, hey, yeah, let's do crazy. this Larry Boy song. That's right. so wild. Probably just did it for a paycheck. Yeah, she did. I love this Larry rap. Larry's got bars, guys. Kylan, can you can you do the Larry Boy rap? <laughs> I can't now. I tried, but I, there was a time where I could do the whole thing, of course. Looking Junior down at Junior like a hunky, a juicy Mac rib. Yeah, okay. His, his delivery on the hunk of juicy mac rib was uh, my favorite part. Same. Yeah. The the lyrics hunk, hunk of juicy, juicy mac, mac rib, rib, super suction comes to action, purple spandex satisfaction. Mm. <laughs> uh, I don't want to read into anything that's not there. But then like, don't. <laughs> then, then don't. Well, but the other possibility is it was just so blatantly oblivious. Like, which I and I'm just left. I think it's got like a real, yeah, no, it's got a real, like, you can tell the dudes that were writing this thought they were hilarious. Well, that and it had more of that, like, (laughs) 70s and 80s hip hop vibe. Yes. Where it was like, like Sugar Hill Gang, where it's like, it doesn't matter what the words are, they just have to kind of rhyme, like a hit, a hop, a hit to the hibbity. Like, it's just like, and it doesn't matter what it is. It feel wholesome, even though we didn't really think about what. The implications could be for this later on. <laughs> but you can be one of those one purple of those spandex people. satisfaction is just too good not to use though. Like <laughs> spandex satisfaction. Come on. Yeah, Look, exactly. man, what good. people do in the privacy of their own homes is their business, Josh. Hey, so. are you gonna complain? Are you gonna complain that it's too scary and too? Oh, too I'm not sad? complaining. Are you gonna be, you gonna be part of that I, group? <laughs> I'm 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 critiquing <laughs> right, uh, right to big idea and analyzing <laughs> uh the the very substantive lyrical content of this serious serious <laughs> album that's, that's true that is what we do on the show so and, we need and to, everybody we should need... take a drink because i'm i'm just like ripping a new one on, on this song so if that's not that's in true. character i don't know what is that's very that's true, true. Wow, that's take very a drink good. That. i love that sick bon jovi burn i love no, that like, damn i love, I love like, that <laughs> here have a Bon Jovi. Not my Bee Gees like, record. Yeah. Not Take my some bon Jovi. Well, I like too. It, it was, the production of that was really fun because it's there are, fun. before he says not my Bee Gees record, there are those like, ah, 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 which sounds uh-huh. like very reminiscent of the Bee Gees. It's a reference. And then when he gives, he's like, oh, here's a Bon Jovi, then it's that's gone. Yep. Like, just so much thought went into this, yeah. which is insane. More it's, than it's way smarter to. than it deserves oh, yeah. to be. <laughs> yeah. I love that kind this was awesome. happening that we were like, this is actually turning out to be like a cool thing to like go into instead of just being like, Kylan wanted us to do this record and it's a really boring <laughs> score, but we can actually be like, actually there's some smart stuff happening here. There really <laughs> is. Yeah. We need to give Kurt his due, man. Dude, he, Kurt, like, Kurt knows what's up. Yeah. Really? I'll tweet him after this. But okay. For can sure. I just say Vegemite, how many people were supposed to actually get that reference? Like Australians and that's all? No, I for sure didn't until this listen. Yeah. Yeah. 
I, I, was I feel like, like Vegemite. I knew it from something, but I was a. Well, of course you, guys you know, did. Scarlet I was like Pimpernel. a weird. <laughs> I was, like my pop culture reference points as a child were much weirder, myriad, uh, and yeah. vast. <laughs> yeah, I, I yeah. just thought it was like a VeggieTales coined word, like dynamite instead of dynamite. It's like Vegemite. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, and then it's like a works both. Was it ways. in Crocodile Dundee? Did you talk about Vegemite? Surely it had to be. But like the kids yeah. watching VeggieTales weren't allowed to watch. Yeah, Crocodile were you watching Dundee? Crocodile Dundee true, right? and Larry Boy? Yeah. I was sneaking down. <laughs> That's why sneaking. you know about the Scarlet <laughs> Pimpernel. <laughs> kind of a weird childhood, man. <laughs> man, oh man. Okay. <laughs> Guys, we have we're not even halfway through. Eight, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> okay. Track number eight, superhero slim down remix of the Larry Boy theme song. You know, people sometimes ask me, Larry Boy? the superhero stay fit and trim well let me tell you I like the Euro House dance mix you that's know? what I said yeah. very yeah. fun this 90s Euro House with some jungle of, beats like with is there a song like a reference point a specific song there are, I cannot think of one off the top it's of my head. It's all just some like swirling thing in my head where I'm like, I know what that is. I can't pull anything down specifically, but. So two things that came to mind that aren't exactly the same, but like that's, it's what it reminded me of because I think they were around the same time. It was the techno remix of the hamster dance mm. and the Six Flags theme song. Uh, the, that uh, the, was uh, another uh, Venga song. Venga Boys? Venga Boys? Yeah, yeah. The Venga Bus? Thank you. Yes. Why do I know the things I know? <laughs> I don't know, but I'm glad you do, because otherwise I'd be like... I'm glad you have a podcast thing. to share the things you know. Who yeah. the fuck is pulling Venga Boys, man? I don't know, but like... you're blessing us with your obscure knowledge, Kylan. Thank, thank you. The point is, that's what it made me think of, and it was like, a, again, a nostalgia dump. I was like, oh yeah, Yum. Six Flags. Oh yeah, <laughs> the hamster dance. I drank way too much Mountain Dew and just like went crazy to that thing. In purple spandex, I think. If I remember right, I uh, I just listened to this song on repeat in my room when I was like ten. Were you doing the superhero the workout? Were you doing the, the workout with him, probably. <laughs> Did you use a rubber band and a goldfish? <laughs> that I was really that. funny. That was, that so was good. funny. There's a yeah, lot of good humor in here. I know Larry Boy's funny, man. Although I was I was wondering, do you think Nicole C. Mullen would have signed on if she knew at some point? There would be a cucumber slapping himself with the spandex of his underwear over her voice. <laughs> Honestly, She's if like, it took that Man. long between her record before this and the record after, she probably just got paid like 500 bucks and was like, okay, fine. I'm out. <laughs> Y'all have me for That's two so hours funny. in this vocal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, and then I'm done. That's so funny. No, again, the underwear comment, it's like, we're just it's a slippery slope, y'all. That's I it is, but underwear underwear stuff is just funny to kids. You know what I mean? No, it like, is it's true. Any I mean there's kind a whole under- character based on it, right? Right. Like if you just talk about you just say underpants, that's just funny. <laughs> <laughs> just objectively funny. <laughs> okay, let's move on to track number nine. Thanks, but no thanks. Why don't we get back to the Lenny Boy musical theater? Now, where were we? Oh, yes, if I recall correctly, boys and girls, there once was a time in Bumbleyburg when a dire situation arose which forced our hero to become a little, how should I say, tangled up in an attempt to find the root of the problem? (laughs) Wit, my name is Alfred. 
I do love these interstitials, man. No, they're good. Yeah, they're fun. They're well played. Also, I can't believe that I listened to this much of just like what's ostensibly a score as a child. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like a little bit radio theater, a right. little bit score. What's That's the thing. Keller has like one of those little like I can't remember what they're called, but like a little box where you can put cards in. You can load cards so that he can listen to it or whatever. And so mm. I'm like going to do this in the Jonah soundtrack, but I'm like, how much do this do I actually put in? Like, do I put it in the whole thing so he can like listen to it and like watch it in his head with right. like with the all the score in there, or do I just like give him the hits? So right, I don't maybe know. just the hits. But I don't you, know. I don't know. You listen to the whole thing, so maybe I did. Maybe the I whole did. thing. Yeah. But you also get back to us. Uh, as a cassette, you were kind of bound. You couldn't just be skipping tracks, like right, exactly. So, it was a whole thing. Yeah, uh, this had one line I liked. Uh, Wit, thy name is Alfred. I loved <laughs> that. that. <was> great. <laughs> oh yeah. What's is there a citation there, Josh? No, there is not. Dang. Okay. I, might be I think it's just something. That's just an Alfred original. Oh yeah, that's from <laughs> him. Let's get into the rumor weed side of this. How long have we been going, guys? Let's see. Too long. Over an hour. <laughs> nice. Oh, no. Uh, okay, but yeah, like I said, I don't have as many notes because a lot of the score for the Fifth Matter Space, I feel, was reused on the Rumor Weed. Yeah. And there's like a couple big songs, so we can, you know, we can probably blast through this a little faster, yeah. you guys. Here we go. Track number 10, Rumor Weed Introduction. Soon as the evening shades prevail, the moon takes up the dreaded tail. And nightly this quaint hillside town tells the story when she came round. While all the leaves that round her grow and all her roots sink deep below, twisting facts and around truth bend and rumors spread from end to end. So as where the fib from outer space was just Kurt and a keyboard, uh, on this one they got a full orchestra. Did this. they really? They do. They've got strings and a conductor and all this stuff. And they have a picture of a string session being recorded. Oh my god! Oh, look at that! Like oh my yeah, god! Like for Larry yeah. Boy and the for imagine Larry the, all Boy of those musicians and the rumor weed that are like classically trained. <laughs> They're like, wait, what are we doing today? <laughs> it's a real tar moment, isn't it, Kylan? <laughs> it really is. I'm getting real tar <laughs> vibes. Uh, but you know, at least they weren't uh, on the Jars of Clay record and secretly <laughs> recorded <laughs> their conversations. Mm-hmm. Uh, that got TJ. Sorry. Oh, that's sorry. Funny. I'm done. Man. <laughs> I'm out. That was it for me, y'all. <laughs> yeah, it's probably turned out way better for them than uh, yeah. the Jars of Clay. <laughs> oh, without a doubt. Oh, that was too good, man. I'm glad you like that. <laughs> I'm just picturing board orchestras and they're like, Yeah. How much are you getting paid? Uh, I'm making 30000 on this project. <laughs> what? For a cucumber? <laughs> That's absurd. I do have some IMDb trivia. Please hit us. Um, it says, Because the Larry Boy videos are intentionally more intense than a typical VeggieTales video, Phil Vischer considered dropping the VeggieTales name from this episode. Oh, wow. Mm. And there's an Easter egg apparently on the DVD, if you have it, um, is that you can see a trailer that was never distributed because it was deemed too dark for kids. And then the note says it's more like Batman 1989 style movie trailer. 
in the That's trailers. incredible. The trailer's introduced that. by Kurt <laughs> discussing the custom score he wrote for the trailer. That's cool. Oh, so, I have to find cool. that. I wonder yeah. if, that, if that's on YouTube. Hopefully. Pretty bad. If not, I'll I'll find the DVD on eBay and I'll I'll rip it. Perfect. We've also um, got yeah. some more uh, poems from Joseph Addison from 1600 and 1700s and <laughs> from adapted from Tom O'Shanter by Robert Burns from the 1700s. Robert Burns. Robert Burns, all right. Yeah. Okay, let's move on to track number 11. The seed is planted slash the rumor spreads. So I repaired the chafing dish, then sent the chef out to get another jar of pickled herring. And the dinner party was saved. Well, we've still got more to do today. Mr. Alfred, would you like to stay and watch? Oh, that sounds like fun. But I'm a bit winded from my storytelling, so I think I'd better go home and recharge my batteries. That chafing dish line was funny, too. Yeah, Um, the non sequitur lead in. Like, you mm -hmm. don't know the story. You just hear the end. So... Um, Man, though, in typical Kylan fashion, I kind of lose steam on the second half of this record. Don't worry. More side A. I'm more of a side A guy. I've got more trivia for you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Perfect. Uh, I do have something I want to talk about uh, after you give us that trivia. Well, this was the first VeggieTales cartoon in which Bob the Tomato does not appear, actually. Doesn't. I was going to say, he I, I felt like he was present. conspicuously absent. Yeah. And then, also, after having received some negative feedback on the lack of female characters in the Fib from <laughs> Outer Space, it was decided that the next villain would be female. Thus, the rumorweed's personality was based on Joan Rivers and inspired her oh. by her trademark "Can We Talk?" line. My the gosh. studio then received flack on stereotyping because the gossipy <laughs> character was female. Yeah, yeah, it's like that. That they is walked so, right into that one. <laughs> yeah, that is so. I get it. That's so just like a bunch of dudes like not thinking it through, <laughs> where they're like, "Oh man, everyone's complaining. There's not enough women. We well, need female representation." <laughs> but. Make her. The I'll bad give you guy. some female representation. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh, that yeah. is great. That is a good and there note. is there is something to be said for like maybe making a female villain that doesn't fall into a cringy stereotype. Like <laughs> you could have done it, and it could have been okay, right? But it also has to be like a very simple like thing for kids to like. Right, I feel like the, yeah, the, totally. the, the stereotype. And kids the, love Joan Rivers. We all yeah, know that. they totally oh, get the reference. Yeah, yeah, it's their favorite. <laughs> Like, I see what's going on here. (laughs) One thing I thought was honestly, like, really genius, though, throughout the score and just the sound design in general of the rumor weed, the use of the muted trumpet. Yes. I I think it's great. It's perfect characterization. Exactly. Like, the sound is, like, you immediately get it because there's also, like, it's reminiscent of the teacher from Peanuts. Yes. Charlie Brown. Yep. So there's, like, the talking, and it's got it's got that sort of, like, vocal quality, but you can't un- fully understand. So the whole theme of, like, spreading rumors and misunderstanding, it's, like, a really relatively simple but, like, genius way to address that throughout the film, which is, honestly, I, I like, when I picked up on that, on this listen-through, I was like, man, that's, like, really smart. Kurt, Kurt is the goat, man. He is. Yeah. Oh, and there's like a cool, like, it's maybe like a talk box thing. Cause there's, you hear something a little bit in a couple more tracks, but it's like, or it's like a phalanger kind of sound, but like, right. it's such a unique sound yeah. that I like, like sonically. I'm like, oh, that's a cool effect to put on that too, though. Uh-huh. But yeah, no, you're totally right with all that. 
Yeah. So and good. it feels really sassy and like mm-hmm. like it's got a lot of personality. <laughs> right. So exactly. it does really just feel Very like genre- objectively Muted the correct. Muted trumpet is the Joan Rivers of brass instruments, for sure. <laughs> of orchestra world. <laughs> when I think of Joan Rivers, I think of a muted trumpet. <laughs> and a weed. Okay. Uh, here we go. The big one, guys. Track number 12. The Rumor Weed song. I'm a rumor weed. Yes, it's true. I'm a rumor weed. Mm-hmm. A tiny little story is all I need. You better watch out for the rumor weed. I quickly want to say in that previous track uh, or two tracks ago, Junior again is playing the villain because he just makes like he decides that that uh, Alfred is a robot. Right. And starts this rumor (laughs) like he did it. He did it. At least it's like him and Laura this time around, though. Like it's not true because female representation matters. (laughs) Yeah, they needed another female villain. So enter Laura. I don't know, man. I just think Junior's the the core villain for this whole bitch. He's he's zero for two on these Larry Boy episodes. (laughs) I'm saying, man, the villains would not be villains were it not for Junior Asparagus. Exactly. But this song's great. This is a great <laughs> song, song, obviously. Song rips, yeah, yeah. That's my one note. Great song, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> and some sweet, sweet bass, guys. More sweet, sweet bass. It's got that real, yes. like, uh, upright bass. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's like New speaky, Orleans jazz kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. My problem with this song has everything to do with the the premise. Okay. Because the rumor weed is talking to... Who are the characters she's talking to, Kylan? Uh, she's talking to Mr. Nezzer. Mr. Nezzer. Jerry, Laura, is it Laura's dad, the carrot as well, or something? I think at this anyway, point she's talking uh, to Mr. Nezer and Jimmy and Jerry Gord. I think you're right. So yeah. she's talking to the Gords and and what is Nezer? He's a pickle he's a or cu- something. Yeah, he's a pickle. A zucchini. I think he's a zucchini. Maybe, uh, maybe. sure. A a zoo, a zoo pickle. Nebuchadnezzar. Um, she's talking Mr. to Nezer? him and she goes, "Hey, did you hear Alfred's a robot?" And they're like, "Yes, we heard, and it's completely true." <laughs> and then the next thing out of her mouth is like, hey, I start rumors that like probably aren't true and ruin people's lives. <laughs> but don't worry, the whole Alfred thing is real. And they're like, oh, totally. It's real. It's real. We we believe you. And also, yeah, you start rumors. And also we'll and join like, in totally on your song. Down with both. Yeah. Yeah. The cognitive dissonance happening for these characters. Like I can't imagine compartmentalizing those two things and yeah, being like, you're like, cool. We're cool with you. Yeah, because in Fib from Outer Space, like the Fib is like a secret, right? Until he gets like exactly. so big. But then right. in like the rumor, we she's like, "Here I am, He's like public man. I'm the villain. Yeah, <laughs> look at me." <laughs> and they have no problem with it. Yeah, no one's like, "Should we be listening to this plant, this sentient plant that is speaking to me right now?" <laughs> Instead, they're they're like sidling up to her and singing like a like a jazz standard. Ooh ooh ooh. Yep. Ooh ooh ooh. <laughs> they're giving her oohs. <laughs> That's very true. Uh, I can't find what he, what Mr. Nezer is. Uh, but apparently he wasn't in the reboot because this voice was based on Oogie Boogie from, um, uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, but then there's really? a whole like racial element to it. Like a white guy doing right. Stereotypical sort of, uh, black voice. Right. So no more Mr. Nezer. Well, see you later, buddy. Oh, he's a zucchini. 
All right. Oh, I'm nice. Going. Okay. All right. Found what Good I needed. Enough. Here we go. Tracked it Moving down, man. On. Proud of you. <laughs> Track number 13, Larry Boyd to the Rescue. My only note on this was, man, Alfred is so dramatic. I wish people thought I was a robot. I don't know what's more overdramatized, Alfred or the score. Yeah. <laughs> we got anything they, else? They on egg this each thing? other on. <laughs> That's true. There are there is like a little psycho homage that happens in this song with the strings. Oh yeah. Yeah, and then the next song huh. as well. It's so good. I would never have thought of that. And then in this song, Alfred or Archibald adapts from Voluntaries by Ralph Waldo Emerson. Okay. And then he also adapts uh, hymns and spiritual songs from Isaac Watts. Wow. From the Hmm. 1600s and 1700s again. (laughs) That's so funny. He's he's got a specific era. That's Mm -hmm. very true. That's why why I said I think he only listens to hymns at church and then hums them to himself. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, that makes sense if he's pulling from, you know, like... Not only Danny Elfman, but the whole 50s B-movie thing, pulling a lot from like Bernard Herrmann and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. You can you can hear the influences. I love it. All right, let's move on to track number 14, the sewer slash town square. Her roots were spread of more than common size and outstretched rumors preyed on robot lies. Yeah, in the notes, uh, credits for Kurt, it does say talk box because yeah, you can't. I love that you can hear the muted trumpet say like, uh, "What does it say? I am a rumor weed." Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a great touch of like doing it in that muted trumpet voice. Really like yeah, that. it's very true. It's pretty one fifty seven for listeners at home. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, we got some specific time codes, man. Oh, yeah, there you go. Plug them in. Plug them in right away yeah. for you. That's so great. There's some my more only... psycho on this song as well. Yeah. Yep. yep. My only note was hasta la vista, Weedy. That's LB what I got the too. one-liners for sure. <laughs> and I'm not a robot. I'm British. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Man, man, oh, man, Larry boy. Okay. Shall we move on to track number 15? The confession, like I said, a lot of this score is like all pretty similar. Unless Josh, you have yeah, more. Pretty straightforward. Samey. Yep. Oh, we do have an, an adaptation from. Oh, not it's not Winston. It's Charles Churchill. Charles. The prophecy Churchill. of famine. And we have another <laughs> sure. layer of the last minstrel from Sir Walter Scott. Oh wow, a yeah. lot of Sir Walter Scott. More adaptations though. So <laughs> he's he's. This I don't think, thought was I, don't think he, I don't think Sir Walter Scott said rumor weed in one of his bones. Right. <laughs> in Lay of the Last Minstrel. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Track number 15, The Confession slash The Bloom. We can save Mr. Alfred by spreading some nice words. Come on. Yeah. 
cut it. We don't need it. Yeah, I said so much. It's a little Jurassic Park. Muchness. Oh, it is a little right. Jurassic Park. Right? Yeah. Do you guys hear that? It is. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> this one sounded like the least believable horn sounds on the record for me. For sure. Yep. This, Which, yeah. I guess they are real, but it doesn't sound as good as the other ones. Yeah. Yeah. They sound honky. Like you just yeah. like mashed a, a MIDI keyboard mm-hmm. down. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's all I got on. That's the all Ring I got. Weed I mean, score. It wraps up the story, but it takes us to the fun part. Josh is probably favorite part. Oh of this man, waiting. <laughs> Josh is losing his mind time. right now. Uh, let's move on to track number sixteen. The intro for the next song. It's the W's. Josh's favorite band. <laughs> it is the W's, guys. What a gloriously poetic ending. Oh, what better way to wrap up this exquisite edition of Letty Boy Musical Theater. See, boys and girls, didn't I? Hey, Alfred, look who I got. Hey, guy, they're the W. I brought him in for the big ending. The big what? I already have a big ending. I don't need another one. Well, what is that? Uh, a guitar? Oh, no, I don't think so. Well, well, what are you doing with that saxophone? <laughs> These guys are great, Alfred. You'll see. Yes, but... And a one, and a two, and a one, two, three, four. I do wish there was a whole record of just, like, Alfred doing, like, Masterpiece Theater. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, I would, I'd get down on that. You know they thought about it, too. They're like, mm-hmm. this probably won't sell, but if we did, we could do it. <laughs> Look at the picture of these W's. Look at these guys. Oh, perfect. <laughs> I just love how much you love the W's, man. Who doesn't love the W's? Most me people. And La- me <laughs> and Larry. Alfred doesn't. Me and Larry yeah, both love the W's. That's true. Alfred, that's very I was true. just like, I wrote poor Alfred. He just wanted his nice classical harpsichord outro. That's true. Tyler from, from Walrus Audio doesn't like the W's. He does not. Yeah. <laughs> also, yes, also Tyler. He was a cool guy, but he kind of lost me with that, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cool. All right, only our, like, most listened to episode. <laughs> yeah, and an incredible guest. But it's fine. All right, guys. let's do Chak <laughs> we 17, the rumor weed. for that, so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's not coming back. He's banned, shadow banned from the show. Chak uh, 17, the rumor weed song, credits version. Have you heard the one about Alfred? A dangerous robot, I'm told. He's got lasers for eyes and a microchip brain, and his skin is terribly cold. We've heard the one about Alfred. It's great, amazing, I'm true. But now that we've heard about Alfred, we'd like to hear more about you. I'm a rumor weed. I'm a rumor weed. A tiny little story is all I need. The moment we've all been waiting for. <laughs> we all have been waiting for it. The W's were the perfect band for this. Oh, so Truly. much so. Well, and it's funny because I was talking about this with my parents uh, about the W's, and it was from Larry Boy that they discovered the W's and my dad bought Fourth from the Last on cassette. It was from nice. this. Like, this was their exposure. So Yeah, this was probably big for them. Did they oh, ever yeah. do this song? Did they ever do this song live? I had to have. I have to I imagine, can't imagine this, them this not ended up in their this. rotation. Oh, yeah. I can't imagine that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm just like, 
how, how does that fit between the rest of your discography? I, I don't know. But <laughs> I, I'm probably wrong. They only yeah, had one I, album at this I time, so they played a lot time. of like they had time I, in their set. I feel like the W's True. had kind of like um, in the late '90s had a similar thing to like Newsboys, where like they maybe had a, a lot younger, probably because of Larry Boy and stuff, had a lot oh, younger sure. audience sure. than they maybe initially anticipated. Because like, yeah, I was like going to Newsboys concerts at like eight years old because I loved the song Breakfast. Right. You know what I mean? And like and I feel like that probably happened with the W's a little bit. True. I would have to imagine so, yeah. And they're kinda like, uh sure, I guess oh, we'll okay, play sure. this song. But <laughs> <Yeah>. it's also <laughs> that's why we have a lot of people at our show. So Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So like you kinda love it and hate it at the same time. Uh-huh. But I mean yeah. I don't have much to say about the song except it's Me neither. It rips. It sounds it's very great. Brian Setzer orchestra. The horn parts are great. Yeah, which so is like what that you whole say? Brian Setzer orchestra, oh, which is yeah, that yeah. whole or like Cherry Pop and Daddies, that whole you know '90s swing revival kind yeah, of thing with yeah. some rockabilly thrown in. You got to be wearing which, a pork pie hat, suspenders. Mm-hmm. Like they're ska, but it's like the swingabilly rock. Like yeah, the swing rockabilly ska. Just I like swingabilly. Swingabilly, yeah, swingabilly's good. Yeah, yeah. No, you should have you should have just ran with that. I didn't even realize that. I said it. We're double like, oh, wrong. Okay, swingabilly ska. I like swingability. The trombone and the, the horn arrangements were co-written, but also the trombone is because W's don't have a trombonist. Uh, trombone was played by Dennis Culp of Five Iron Frenzy, fellow oh, label mate of oh, the no W's. Shoot. Yeah, he's on that That's track. That's fun. Fun trivia. <laughs> yeah. That's fun. Oh, is that, Josh, is that your favorite song on the right? We haven't talked oh, about yeah, our favorite That's songs. my favorite song, guys, obviously. Okay. It's great. It's a blast. I don't know what I. I don't know if I have to spell it out for everyone. You just have to listen to it because you all know it's great. If you're listening to this, you know it's the best song on here. You know, I'm I don't right. know. Have we hit your favorite song, Kylan? Uh, probably. Um, <laughs> yeah, the superhero slim down remix was just that was my jam. <laughs> all right, I love it. <laughs> or or maybe the sewer slash town square. No, I don't. <laughs> I, don't <laughs> I don't know. Uh, TJ, have we hit your favorite song? Not yet. Oh boy! All right, track number eighteen. Tata. Woo! That was great. Yeah, yeah. What I tell you, Alfred? What I tell you? Now that's a big ending. Yes, very big. Thanks for letting me help out with the Larry Boy Musical Theater, Alfred. It's the least I could do for the world's greatest superhero butler. Oh. Don't mention it. Thanks, guys. Uh, Yes, uh, thank you, W's. This is my favorite song, guys. (laughs) I agree with Larry. That was great. Just kidding. This is not my favorite song. This is not a song. (laughs) Not a song. (laughs) How much do you think they enjoyed doing that, like, kind of out, like, Outtake, oh, thanks, sort of like, hey, thanks, <laughs> like nobody talks like that. No one. <laughs> what? Who do they think they were fooling? Uh, the, I'm know, not even ska, mad about. It. I'm just a saying. Swingabilly like, ska band from Oregon does. Swingabilly talk, ska. I guess. Okay, so this is where I wanted to bring up uh, because this whole thing is them saying goodbye to the W's, and this is something I may, Josh. I feel like maybe we should bring this to Twitter. Maybe when this episode drops, but I want to know. Larry is obviously the biggest fan of the W's. So I want to talk about what other CCM artists are favorites of other VeggieTales characters. Hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't do all the VeggieTales characters. Um, and we talked about we talked about Archibald kind of up top. Uh, but do you guys want to hear my list uh, yes. of what I think? And then maybe we can talk about how we feel, uh, how accurate uh, this may be. Bob, yeah. I wrote uh, Michael W. Smith because he's just like the most basic like Definitely. Bob as a character is the is like his whole thing is like he's basic. Yep. So Michael W. Smith feels like a safe option. Yeah, he's normal. Yeah, yeah, I like yeah. That. And so is Michael W. Smith. That's true. Uh, Carmen uh, Junior only listens to Carmen Yo Kids. <laughs> <laughs> I can agree with that. Pa Grape. I feel like Pa Grape is a huge disciple fan. <laughs> 90s disciple too. 90s disciple. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like Paw Grape was like in a past life was like way into like Pantera. Like he does <laughs> he's a grape, so he doesn't have arms, but if he did, he would have tattoos from his navy days. Like for sure. Know, yeah, like, exactly. And so he's like exactly. down with disciple. Yeah. Get, yeah, exactly. Mr. Lunt, I wrote for him. <laughs> that one just made sense to me. Okay. Um, yeah, I can do that. Harmony's kind of like a R and B kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Laura. I wrote her favorite band is probably Anathalo because Laura, for the most part, is way too cool to be hanging out with Junior. <laughs> like she's like way more of a hipster than, uh, but you know she like <laughs> she feels really, especially in the fit from outer space, she feels really like uh, smart. She's put just together. kind of she's yeah, like exactly. Her life Anathalo well, like, like makes sense. What's she listening to <laughs> in the nineties? Because this comes out in ninety nine. So what she's listening? What is she listening to that's too cool for oh, Junior yeah, in nineteen ninety nine? It's too cool for Junior in 1999. I feel like she was listening to Reliant K when he was listening to like Hawk Nelson. <laughs> there it is. There it you is. Know? Yeah, for sure. That's like just a good. step ahead, kind yep. of. <laughs> like, yep. you'll get there. You'll get there. Exactly. You'll figure it out. Yeah. Give it some time. Uh, yeah. Laura is like your cool friend who like introduced you to like all the cool bands. <laughs> That's true. <I> that. <laughs> introduced you to Tooth and Nail. <laughs> <laughs> like when she got angry, she listened to some Blindside. Yeah. <laughs> and then the last one I had was Jimmy and Jerry Gord. I wrote, they tell the other veggies that they love newsboys, but when they're at home, they really mostly just listen to no effects. Like they don't listen to Christian music at all. <laughs> it's a facade. Yeah. Best. They're just they like, just oh, yeah. Think. Like I love newsboys, uh, but they're just Yo, fat Mike. It's a punk and drum at home. home. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So that's how right. do we feel? How do we feel about that list? I mean, that's really good. I feel that's pretty accurate. Yeah, the only yeah. one I want to add to that, I think Junior's dad is a big Stephen Curtis Chapman fan. <gasps> that's literally what I was just about to for say. Sure. Oh, Not even for sure. took the sure. thought out of my brain. Yes. No, he's got big Stephen Curtis Chapman vibes. Yeah. Yes. Definitely. Definitely. I wonder if he was like based on him. Like we're gonna model <laughs> Junior's dad on Stephen Curtis after Chapman. Stephen Curtis Chapman. That's great. <laughs> Okay, guys. Well, we're almost here. Two hours later, <laughs> the the most in depth. We the need only to podcast. have. We need to have a, a a word we come up with that's very unique. That if you got to this point, you can hear the word and you can tell us, and we'll send you something cool for actually listening to this episode. I like something. that. It would yeah, be like swingability. It would we... be swingability. I know. Ooh, that's what I was thinking. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag swingability. If you have listened this far into the episode and we will send you something cool. I like that. That's great. (laughs) It's probably going to be W's related (laughs) for reasons we'll get into on maybe a later episode. Yes. Okay. Last track, guys. Larry Boy theme song, the original. 
interesting choice to end the record. I think yeah. it's fitting, you know? No, it's, it's been great. around for a while. Yeah. Sums it, it all up. ends on a strong note, yeah. This is my favorite song. It's a great one. I think it might actually be my favorite song. It's the best mix of the entire record. For sure. There's some, like, stereo panning going on. The instruments are all real. You feel that difference going from, like, MIDI town to, like, for sure, you know, orchestra, it's, it's good, it's fine, but it's very like thematic. It's not like a song song. The remixes are such weird creatures. This is like the iconic track. So it's the lauded position of TJ's favorite track. That totally makes sense. I love it. And it's like it's, the, the funk stuff is great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's got real like, uh, okay. <laughs> My thought on this listen, you know, uh, uh, another reference point that I didn't necessarily pick up on, and I don't know how intentional it was, but uh, beyond just the superhero thing, uh, mm-hmm. this score felt very like, you know, not just 70s funk, but specifically like black exploitation uh, scores. Yep. Yep. Of that, like the Isaac Hayes with Shaft, you know, you have like, like uh, Superfly. That whole thing of like there, there's like in a, in a lot of those films, it's like there's one guy that's there to like save the day, and they have this like badass like funk theme, and this I feel like this is totally playing on that, which is great and incredible. So <laughs> thus far, I've compared Larry Boyd to what Black Exploitation <laughs> of the seventies, uh, Jurassic yeah. Park, uh, the Thing from Mars, like fifties B movies. Yep. Yeah, I feel like. Spike Lee could direct a really gritty music video <laughs> for oh this. Oh, God. Spike, a Spike so. Lee, Larry Boy, a Spike Lee joint? Oh, yeah. I'd kill for that. <laughs> yeah. That'd be, that'd be some good shit, right? That would be good. You know what else is good? This what? freaking salsa breakdown this in the middle yeah. of this song it, so that makes zero sense, no but sense. I'm 100% here for it. Yes. Yes. My feelings exactly. So, so good, dude. That's Man, is, that Kurt, is that Kurt ripping on it? Whoever it is is going to town on that town. I was just gonna say that de- that descending line of like, "There's no need to panic because this guy is manic, and you know that I'll save the day." Yeah, it's that's so good. hooky. That's like, good. I don't know yeah. where they got that. Like, who wrote? Who is it? Kurt and Phil, man. Is it uh, okay? Actually, David yeah. David Mullen, David Mullen, and Phil Vischer. So okay, yeah. Is that so related to, to Nicole C. Mullen? She's he's gotta be. I don't know if husband or father or brother Wait, or business name? partner. Long lost cousin. David Mullen. <laughs> no, long lost. <laughs> maybe, maybe they All right. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna look it up. There you go. But yeah, yeah I mean, David Mullen. They were married in nineteen ninety three. There you okay. go. Boom. He so, is I mean, a former blues pop slash CCM singer, songwriter, and musician. And then wow. he became a music producer. Oh, there you go. Crazy. It's, I'm it's so glad good. he wrote this song. Or I helped you. Oh, well and like yeah, we all know Nicole can sing, but mm. I mean, she brings it on this one. Oh yeah, and it's 100%. great. It's great, and guys. David like Mullen her... won nine Dove Awards. Sorry, what? Sorry, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, and good he did for songs him. for all for Redeemer. <laughs> <laughs> now, dude, for best new artist in nineteen ninety, best rock album in nineteen ninety two, children's music album of the year in ninety five for Yo Kids too. Nice. There you go. Carmen. Song of the Year in 97. What was Best Rock Album in 92? Faded Blues. Hmm. By whom? I don't know. I don't know that album. 
by him, by David Mullen. Oh, nice. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Good, Good for, for him. him. Yeah, for real. Then he did, he got Veggie Rock. Oh, wait, no, what is, where did it go? Uh, he only got, yeah, Larry Boy soundtrack. He won Song of the Year, or Children's Music Album of the Year, 2000, for the Larry Boy, the soundtrack. Nice. 2001, cool. Redeemer. 2003, Children's Album of the Year, because he did songs for Jonah. 2005, he won, won Urban Album of the Year as a producer. Yeah, dude. I mean, he's, yeah, incredible. Amazing. That I feel like that sums up this soundtrack pretty well. Like, way more impressive than it needs to be. <laughs> With way more talented yeah. people than it needs to have on it. For sure. Know? Yep. I got to say, now that we finally re- reached the point in the record where Larry says, out of sight, dynamite. I got I to gotta bring up some beef, y'all. Okay. Last Friday, I texted y'all. On our veggie episode? Wow. Out of sight, dynamite, <laughs> and none, neither of y'all said a thing. I no, swear, no, I, no react, I, didn't, I didn't emoji no, react with a ha-ha. Because uh, I laughed. Because I legitimately laughed out loud when you sent that. And then I must have, in my brain, just been like, like, that's surely good enough. They'll get this. It didn't translate at all after that. <laughs> I'm so sorry, I thought that TJ. was gold. It's okay. It was gold. That was all right. good. No, that's very, very good. Uh, also, yeah, I didn't. Re- I didn't even think about that with the whole black exploitation thing. The dynamite, like, yeah, man, the dynamite. Interesting. This is crazy. Oh, this is man. crazy. So many dynamite. I tell you what, <laughs> it's dynamite. Vegemite. Vegemite. What other podcasts are you gonna listen to where people talk about <laughs> fucking Larry Boy for two hours? No other podcast. church jams now, Surely. and only church jams now. I in all the multiverses, you, there is no such podcast. <laughs> This is going to get fewer listens than Paper Root. <laughs> but I've had a good time talking to you guys about Larry Boy and like taking it pseudo seriously mm-hmm. is, is just interesting. That's kind of the whole thing. That's all right. Take a drink. The take beauty drink. of this podcast. The beauty of this podcast. <laughs> is that we get to examine things like the Larry Boy soundtrack and take it <laughs> seriously. So that leads me to... Uh, flop or bop, guys. Larry Boy, the soundtrack. Is it a flop? Is it a bop? Where does it land for y'all? Kylan, you brought this record to us. Should you go first or last? Sure, I'll go first. All right. I'm gonna say it was a bop. I had to think about it, because it is a little long. Like, especially, like, uh, but they did a good job of, like, rather than just having the score or just having clips from the movie, which I feel like a lot of score albums do it had some that they did a good job of interspersing it with like putting the remixes in the middle and then having those interstitials i thought were like super fun well having alfred's poetry over it yeah exactly (laughs) tying it all together like it seemed like a lot of work went into making this all tie together uh, narratively and like thematically that being said some of the score gets a little repetitive it does feel a little over dramatic, a la Hans Zimmer. Um, <laughs> yeah, but for the most part, I really, I really enjoyed it, and I'm glad that we got to discuss it for our fiftieth volume. Woo-hoo. So that is a special dynamite bop <laughs> for me. <laughs> very nice. nice, very nice. Well said, well said. All right, uh, you or me? I'll go next. Yeah. Um, I knew you were serious when you first suggested this, Kylan. <laughs> I wasn't. I, that's the thing. I wasn't. No, you you were <laughs> Deep though. Deep down. You were. 
we know. And I was like, hmm, this is going to be really interesting. And my theory was that I would not really enjoy listening to it at all. And I would really enjoy talking about it with y'all. Right. And that is exactly what happened. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the record flops for me, man, because there's a few tracks that Bro, are fun. You the remixes flop, are fun. Larry boy. Uh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. I was really hoping our 50th would be a triple bop, but I get it. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, man. I got to stick to my guns here. Dang. My plungers. Got to stick to my plungers. <laughs> yeah, I respect that. I respect yeah, that. Yeah, for sure. But this conversation was a, a downright bop. Second and a uh, half. I think what? it was Vegemite. It was Vegemite. I'm going to go put some potatoes in my shoes and play right. some Swingabilly. There See you all later. It's a Swingabilly flop for you. <laughs> yep. The W's were a nice lift. I gotta That's say, true. oh yeah, um, that and the original theme song at the end really makes it end yeah. on a high note. Honestly, you know? I feel like yes. it would have been way better if they had just done like if they'd cut out a couple of the score tracks from each. You know, made this like fifteen tracks or something instead well, of the funny like thing is there's 19. only five scores on each side. Like there's only yeah, they just songs, but it, they kind of blend it's those combined with the interstitials of like. Larry and Alfred. Yeah, there's not a lot stuff. of real songs on here. It starts to right. lull. Yeah. I feel like they should have gone score, released the score with the interstitials, and then also done like remixes and the W's and the original right. theme song as two separate say, EPs or something. I really need someone to press this on vinyl. Get like a nice like <laughs> aubergine purple vinyl. <laughs> Man, that'd be sick, dude, right? And then, like, the little, like, where the <laughs> stamps really in the middle cool. are, you can make them, like, plungers. Yeah, dude. Like. <laughs> this, there's a there's an op- there's a market for this, I feel like. Maybe maybe when we expand after we open our, our Emory Broadway show, Church Games sure. Now Productions will have enough money to do we a can final sell pressing this in the lobby. Yeah. of the Larry Boy soundtrack. Not related at all. <laughs> yeah. Other than the fact that we've done episodes on both. Guys, I'm just an ideas man. We'll figure it out when we get there. <laughs> Josh will. <laughs> yeah, Josh will figure out how to actually make it work. I'm just the ideas guy. <laughs> just All right, Josh, give me. where do you land, my man? I mean, I feel like I can't flop layer, boy. So, I mean, if you're going with the same amount of, like, seriousness and fun that I was approaching this episode, I feel like I got to bop it. And it was a genuine, like, fun thing to, to realize, like, wow, this score like sounds way better than it really needs to and <laughs> oh yeah kurt and company worked really hard on it and i think it shows and i think like yeah the soundtrack has aged much better than the animation has mm-hmm. like when i <laughs> watched sure. rumor weed it was For a sure. little rough yeah <laughs> but the music still sounds great especially like with what he was doing on fi- i mean everything other than the orchestra is all like midi computer stuff but it's especially for 90s stuff it sounds great yeah. And it's, yeah, it's emotive. It really takes you there, really does a great job. So, and it's got a lot of, it's got enough fun stuff in there to, to, to have a good time. You know, I did yeah. actually really enjoy Alfred's poetry a lot more. When yeah, he started exactly. his first bit in the beginning, I was like, oh man, Alfred, you're doing <laughs> this, like doing the real butlery bit. But then, right. like, he's a good I don't know, character. I, I did enjoy the, the poetry. It was good. It was a really yeah. nice touch. It worked better than I thought it would. Well, that's what, like, I jokingly said, like, it was, the poetry was a lot more poignant as an adult. But it was, it Mm -hmm. did connect with me more as an adult, as, like, being a very funny bit. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right. Same. So whenever we do our our CJN compilation record, you guys know I'm 100% going to 
do harpsichord poetry interstitials, <laughs> right? We'll get we Phil Fisher to. to do it. Yeah, I might. I'm gonna hit him up. We'll see. <laughs> okay, so I think that's it for us. Thanks for coming along and celebrating our 50th volume, uh, Larry Boy style. If you like this, thank God. Because you're the reason why we've been doing this for so long, you know? Um, and there's more stuff like this on Patreon at patreon.com slash, excuse me. There's more of this on slash Patreon. Excuse me? Slash excuse me. At <laughs> patreon.com slash church jams now podcast. You can follow us on all the socials at church jams now. And of course, I feel like I need something different to end this. Peace uh, out, mom potatoes. <laughs> may all your favorite veggies stay together peace out mom potatoes <laughs> mon frites what's the french for yeah <laughs> peace out mon frites i well, like that better potatoes is pomme de terre but pomme de terre. frites is more fun i like frites frites is frites. more fun <laughs> well boys and girls thanks for joining us for this episode of letty boy musical theater yeah thanks bye ta-ta